0: Hey, what's up adoptees, adopted people, friends and family of the adoptee person, personality process. Uh, Welcome to the Rambler podcast. This is my show. I'm the Rambler, I guess. Mike McDonald, I'm your host. Uh, I just want to say, hey, what's up? Happy summer. Happy start of summer. Summer has officially started this past week, so enjoy that. It's a grads and dad season to those who who graduated recently congratulations enjoy becoming an adult enjoy adulting prepare your life for the fun-filled excitement of planning for retirement to do nothing (laughs) uh get your 401ks in order all right maybe invest your money go live your life it lives have some experiences before you start slaving away in the office Before you start working Okay, you'll enjoy it Trust me, and you will look back fondly on those memories And say, boy, I'm really glad I took that trip to uh, Croatia Croatia, we'll pick Croatia Because it looks beautiful over there Don't Also, when you travel Don't go to someplace that you can go anytime Okay, make it, make it cool Make it a life experience How about the Galapagos Islands? Have you been to the Galapagos? Try that that sounds like fun I haven't been there so I, I imagine it could be cool you could see animals and things that uh you've never seen before and we'll never see ever again who knows enjoy go back if you're adopted maybe take this time to uh go visit your country of origin your birth country it could be fun prepare yourself emotionally for that if you're looking for more fun-filled time I don't know go to, yeah go to like Italy or, or Spain What else is happening in the world lately? This weekend is the con conference happening in Pittsburgh. I uh, kind of regret not going to that. I wish I I had actually gone to the con conference. I don't know. It seemed like uh, nobody was going, and then now everybody was going, and now everybody's there, and I'm seeing pictures on Facebook and social media and Twitter and Instagram, and I'm like, should I have gone to this thing? And now I'm kind of like, yeah, I should have gone to this thing because a bunch of friends went, and it would have been a good time at least to see everybody there. At the very least. At the very least. So, look, all the people who are uh, at con right now, I hope you're having a great time. I hope that uh, the weekend was informational and fun and filled with uh, good food, good times, and lots of laughter. And maybe some drinks, too, which could facilitate the other things. Who knows? And if you find yourself so inclined, you could always, if you're at the con conference or otherwise download past episodes of my show The Rambler and you can hear from all kinds of guests some of whom were at the con conference and some future guests on the show you guys know who you are and you will hear from them in the future in the very near future but for now this week my guest is Laura Serrano who is a Colombian adoptee and a feng shui expert that's based out of Long Island and does a lot of work in the area in Manhattan and otherwise uh We'll get into that later, okay? In the meantime, enjoy this interview with Laura Serrano. Enjoy. Hello. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's very good. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so you grew up on Long Island?
1: Yes, grew up on Long Island. Uh-huh. And do you want me to kind of lay out my life story Let's a little Let's hear bit? your
0: life story. <laughs> your life story. And then we'll ask questions about it.
1: All right. So a brief introduction about Laura Serrano is... <laughs> I was born in Colombia, in Bogota, wow. and then my parents couldn't come get me. My parents' names are uh, Robert mm-hmm. and Carol. And at the time, there was the escalation of Escobar and that yeah. big, uh, situation. Yep. So they couldn't get me. It wasn't safe. So they uh, airmailed me <laughs> over
0: like they to FedExed
1: JFK. <laughs> <laughs> they me with a lady <laughs> to JFK. And um, and then they picked me up there. So um, that was the beginning of my journey. And what year and was this? This was back in 1984. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Long ago. I flew
0: in right after you in 85. Oh, really? In January. Oh, right on. To JFK. Okay.
1: JFK is the meeting spot for it's all adopted the, uh, people. It's pick
0: <laughs> the pickup point <laughs> of the East Coast. <laughs> it's
1: funny. Yeah. So, so Columbia? So, Columbia. Um, I am planning to go back there. I'm hoping maybe within... Either at the end of this year or definitely next year. So oh, yeah? it's in the process. I'm learning the language. I grew up in an Italian-German family, so mm. obviously wasn't so really no Spanish? spoken. No, not uh, even in
0: high school or anything.
1: No, they didn't. They didn't make me take it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they said
0: the school didn't make you. Yeah, take it? Yeah, they were
1: like, it's too hard for you, so just stick with your art program. <laughs>
0: Specifically, you. They were like, no, don't, don't. They're do like, that. just
1: don't do it. It's <laughs> like maybe I should have took it. <laughs> 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 so, uh, but that's that's what happened. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're like N- no.
0: <laughs> do you find it difficult to learn Spanish?
1: I think it's more difficult. I perceive it as being uh, difficult because I think I judge myself more. That ah, oh, Laura, you should know this. Why don't you? Yeah, this? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um,
0: I think a lot of adaptees feel that way uh, yeah. about their their birth language. We
1: we prejudge ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But the one area that I do have. Uh, I think a pretty good grasp on is the rhythm of South America. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I have natural hip movements. <laughs> so,
0: the rhythm in your body. Yes.
1: Uh, you put on a little drum beat. I'm like, hey. <laughs>
0: so, it's all in the hips. Yeah, it's all in the For hips. For the ladies. The, very, guys have to learn the guys have the shoulders. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> they do the shoulders. So it seems very natural, which is good. It is so, good. So I'm like, at least I have that. There you go. <laughs> like,
0: do you think that's something yeah. that people are like born with culturally like it's in their DNA honestly
1: I think that's a really good question I don't know if they've conducted studies on it Mm -hmm. it's um I think some people just are born with the natural certain gifts or or skills or rhythms or whatever you want to call Uh it like uh, somebody who writes or draws or choreographs uh, dance movements sure so I think um, you know that's what makes me curious I'm like okay biological mom and dad Mm-hmm. How did they move? <laughs> like, who do I get the moves from? <laughs> and then you know on the on the adopted side, I know my mom was a really great dancer, mm-hmm. and so I'll say yes, I definitely pulled you know from the confidence of watching her and and my stepfather oh, yeah? uh, they they knew how to move on the dance floor so, you dance um mm-hmm. i i I will say. You know, interpretive dance. I am taking salsa classes, so I'm oh, trying yeah? to really learn this before right. I go to Colombia because that's like the capital of the world for dance. I'm like, come on, Laura.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's got to be. So you're not just
0: doing the language thing; you're trying to learn more of the cultural side exactly. as well.
1: Exactly. I want to learn the culture. I want to understand the style of cooking, the uh-huh. flavors, yeah. you know, all that stuff. What so, is
0: Colombian cuisine like?
1: From what I understand and what I've been told, it's. Um, it's a lot of uh, chicken and beef, and they are starting to work on their culinary arts over there and become more recognized. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw it on a... I think it was Discovery Channel or something. Oh, yeah? <laughs> like a world traveler type of show. And oh, yeah. for me, I'm like, that's really hmm. exciting. You, you ever know? watch
0: any Bourdain? Has he gone to Columbia oh, or anything? I love
1: him. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little rough around the edges. I was just he's watching he's him great. last night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, I think he did go... He, to he, to he, like, ha- he goes or all over the place, yeah, and uh, and he tries all the different foods. And I think that's where I might have heard about it. Where oh yeah, going up on the ranks. So, awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you're born into like the narco era of Colombia.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like before
0: I, coming out here. Like, Do you know the circumstances surrounding your birth and adoption?
1: Um, so the paperwork that I I'm um, I have. You never know if it's authentic or not yeah, yeah. so um, for example my mom received two photos of mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and the first photo she looked at it and I remember her saying that it she was a little disappointed <laughs> in a loving way oh, she
0: disappointed
1: him. because the baby was, you know, it was ugly. Looking.
0: Oh, come on. That's what
1: she said. She didn't say that. She said, and I remember, you know, whatever. This is maybe what my mind thinks, but I think it's pretty silly and funny. And so my great grandmother was like, no, she'll be beautiful. <laughs> it's okay. So, and then she received another photo of me, and if you compare the two photos, they look completely different, so...
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: like, I think so. I'm like, this baby's eyes are bugging out in the first photo, (laughs) and in the second photo, it's, you know, it it looks more like me, Uh Um, or maybe that's what I looked like when I first came out, I don't
0: know, (laughs) so... So do you think they're two different babies?
1: Um, who knows? I mean, the paperwork, from what they said, things weren't always organized, and, um... I mean, if anything, I know the name of my mother, uh, your birth biological, mother. Yeah, yeah, birth mom. She, Her name was uh, Maria.
0: <laughs> not generic at all. No,
1: not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we got Maria. We find out your father's
0: name is Juan.
1: Well, <laughs> actually, that's my brother, my adopted brother's name. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. so, um, so we have Maria, but they didn't give a father's name. What they did write, though, and this is kind of interesting, is they said, when uh the father heard that the mom was pregnant mm-hmm. he left so I'm like what does wow. that mean like maybe I was a product of somebody else you know these are just mm-hmm. theories right yeah, now there's all like, kinds of possibilities there's too many right? questions sure. yeah. and then and then I was like okay are there siblings and I think I have at least one sister maybe one brother mm-hmm. and then I was the the sister who was given up so I and I say thank you because because yes <laughs> That's
0: Columbia in the. <laughs> well,
1: Colombia is amazing, really <laughs> I know, but yeah, well, get, you know, allow us even more opportunity to sure. will, spread the wings and do a lot of things. And mm. um, growing up, I think most adopted uh, children might feel like, oh, you took me away and yada yada. And now it's like, man, we were actually really blessed to, to have this opportunity because mm. you can do a lot and you can build. From scratch and do sure. whatever you want. <laughs> so. Here you can, yeah. Uh, yeah here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so.
0: Well, so, you have siblings that you know of in Colombia?
1: Based on the adoption papers, I don't have names or mm-hmm. it's very vague. Older,
0: I guess, I'm guessing. I'm guessing older. Well, how old were you when you were adopted?
1: I think I was about Six months or so. So young,
0: young. Yeah. So they must have been older siblings. Yeah, just, to uh, be older. Or, or twins. <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> or
1: <something>. yeah. <laughs> Two of me running around. Okay. And it's
0: happened before. <laughs> yes. It's
1: happened before.
0: All right. So, uh, and, and what is the family makeup of the Serranos?
1: The uh, Serranos? Well, it's actually kind of funny. I have, I've recreated myself multiple
0: times. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yes. Okay, let's hear about version one
1: So my version (laughs) one I guess this is
0: version two really Version one we're counting as pre-adoption
1: Yeah, so so the real name is Sylvia Cespedes Serrano
0: That's how you were born That's how I was born Uh
1: Yeah, and then my mom was like I don't like that name (laughs) (laughs) Cut it out so she picked Laura, and I think it was from like a, a movie or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, This is nice. I said, Okay, great. <laughs> so I get that. So I grow up as then Laura Schumacher. So I have that name, okay. my dad's name, carry it through. And then once I get to college, I started, I basically started my own business with my mom. So that was the feng shui consulting business. And
0: your mother's also a feng shui consultant? Yeah,
1: so that's, that's how I got introduced to it. And so what ended up happening was we were doing a market research Uh and basically there was already a another Laura Schumacher out there and there was a Laura Serrano with an S who is I believe a Mexican boxer (laughs) and I was like I can't compete with that (laughs) not in the ring no not in the ring and not I bet she doesn't know feng shui no probably not (laughs) but so what my mom did it was ingenious she said let's take the S and just change it to a C and mm. I was like, okay, so we Googled it, and nothing came up. So we bought the domain name and nice. just ran with it. So that's how Laura Serrano with a C was created. And so
0: you're still the only Laura Serrano with a C? Oh,
1: well, now there's lots of Laura Serranos with a C. And I have to make sure they know it's feng shui because some of the images on Facebook are a little bit provocative. <laughs> I'm like, that's not me. Don't get that mixed up. It's <laughs> so, a different kind of feng shui. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, this is me over here and and now that I'm engaged, I'm thinking okay, should Congratulations. I Congratulations. So thank you. I'm thinking, should I hold on to my Laura Serrano name? Maybe I can be Laura Serrano Pisano.
0: <laughs> so, is that his last name? Pisano? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pisano.
0: Wow. So. <laughs> You'd okay. probably be the only one of those.
1: Yeah, I'll be like, ha, now I really stand. <laughs>
0: really like hyphenated. Yeah, exactly. yeah.
1: So so uh, so yes, always Reinventing, recreating, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: just having fun with it.
0: (laughs) What was life on Long Island like?
1: Uh, Where in Long
0: Island did you grow up?
1: uh, Home base is Farmingdale, New York. Okay. Uh, Life on Long Island is it's interesting. It it has a lot of great opportunities, great things going on, especially during the summer time. Lots of activity. You know, some of the communities are 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 very supportive of one another, and they do offer great opportunities to build businesses and connections and networks.
0: Was it a pretty tight community over there?
1: I would say, yeah. I, like, hearing the stories of my grandmother, especially back in, like, the 1920s and stuff, it seemed... It was just a more innocent time, I guess. Mm-hmm. And these days, I don't know, everyone's just so... Ah, they're angry. <laughs> like, stop it. What's an election year. Yeah, well, it's even before, like, because uh, my fiance he lives in California, and I go there, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> it's, nice to relax. it's a bit of a
0: different vibe. Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's funny because a lot of people think I'm actually from California, even though I never touch base. Just a the lifestyle. I guess they're like you have an accent, yeah. Oh, the accent. Yeah, I guess. Really? Yeah, that's what the, that's what I've been told. People at the gym uh, used to go to Synergy. Uh, in Farmingdale and work out or whatever and one guy, he came up to me and he's like hey, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Farmingdale and he's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yes I am <laughs> he's like, no, you're from California I was like, how are you going to tell me where I'm from? <laughs> but that's what he told me, he's like, you have an accent and like, Jeez. Yeah, I was like, okay yeah. <laughs> it's whatever you like
0: I didn't pick up on a Californian accent No, I mean. it's,
1: it's, everybody <clears throat> they're all different, I've heard comments of other accents which I'm not going to say <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, you know, um, it sounds like the family has historically been from Long Island. Um,
1: yeah, the, the, uh, my dad grew up in Bethpage, and he's from there. Mom grew up in Levittown, so uh-huh. that was like, which is really cool. It's like one of the first uh, towns to be developed in Long yeah, Island. Yeah. So that's, that's what I really dig about the history, is that my family that I grew up with um, on my mom's side and my dad's side, everyone had rich fam, uh, family history. But they were part of like The first Which was really cool Yeah and So my my brother now lives In the uh, original Levitt house That my grandma used to Really Which is really cool So and it gets school. passed down Which is nice Yeah That's awesome Yeah
0: <laughs> So you said your mother Was a dancer And then a feng shui console What'd your dad do?
1: Um, My dad He does So I have two different dads Uh huh <laughs> This gets more complicated so It I, is America now so, so everyone's just Mixing and matching Yeah So my dad Who helped adopt me. he does uh, like flipping homes and real estate okay. and permits and all that stuff and then my stepdad I believe he was in uh, he worked with insurance companies like MetLife when it was huge mm-hmm. you know long ago so
0: and when did he come into the picture
1: uh, he came into the picture I think when I was in junior high or something Oh, okay yeah so yeah so he was cool. We got to go on lots of trips.
0: <laughs> like, where? Where'd you go?
1: We went We went on uh, the big red boat for... Uh, oh, the, the cruise. Te- yeah, yeah. The cruise line. Yeah, that takes you to, uh, what do you call it, um, Disneyland and yeah. yeah. world. I don't know. I get those two confused. I so. think, uh,
0: yeah, world is in Florida.
1: Okay, yes, wherever Florida one is, that's where we went.
0: Yeah, so, is that one still around? I don't even know.
1: Uh, it is. They're actually expanding.
0: No, 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 the, oh. the boat.
1: Oh, the boat. I don't know. <laughs> like, Florida, of course they're there.
0: Is Florida still here or is it part yes, of the States? It's still
1: here. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. To talk about the positives of Long Island, which there are a lot... Um, you know, there's beautiful beaches, and there are great communities, especially <clears throat> the art community I'm a part of. They're really amazing. Uh, there's a gentleman uh, named uh, Rick Richmond, I believe his full name, and he sets up all these opportunities for poets, uh, musicians, oh, yeah? artists to come together. And Where's that? It's all over. His I think his <coughs> home base is based within Northport, New York, Mm. and then they spread out all these uh, various uh, festivals and venues and craft fairs for everybody to come join. So if you're an artist, usually they're free, which is really awesome. And then people who come, they pay a little fee and just enjoy.
0: (laughs) Are they all out in Long Island?
1: Uh, Most of them are, yeah. It's mainly a Long Island-based community for Mm -hmm. artists. Artists, yeah. yeah. So it's pretty nice.
0: So you go through high school and everything like that. Did did you explore any of your adoption stuff then?
1: I did, yeah. I say in junior high and high school was where, you know, things, I think most children, because you're going through transitions on, you know, the physical level and all that other stuff, Mm -hmm. and then you start questioning who am I, where I'm from, yada, yada. And so through my artwork, that's where I was able to really explore it. And so I did a lot of artwork dealing with Native American culture. Hmm. And because that, for me, I felt more connected to. Uh, it just made oh, yeah? sense. So well, we, what
0: about it made sense?
1: Um, I don't know, it just was like, for example, when I was really young, I had dreams about wolves. And really? Yeah, and I had one a dream, a particular dream that was about a black wolf.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And if you look at the Native American culture, of what that means in the myths, it's saying that the black wolf is not necessarily a bad thing it's just saying that you're starting off maybe with uh, for example karma that you have to work through and get Mm -hmm. rid of and release Um, so you're starting from point A and then later on as I grew older uh, let's say actually maybe last year I had a dream about a white wolf which means that you're evolving and that you're more enlightened and wise and all that stuff so it's really interesting so going back to uh, high school I did a thesis on the idea of wolves and heritage and uh, symbolism and Uh storytelling, so it it allowed me to will say be find something to grasp onto to be connected because a lot of times adopted people will be like i feel detached and you know (laughs) so i was like that's my way to root in and uh but today i don't i don't feel like that anymore like i gotta grasp onto something Mm -hmm. it's it's nice it's just like okay i'm here and they're there, and I'm gonna go visit. And
0: <laughs> so. so have you become the White Wolf?
1: Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I <I've> evolved <laughs> to the White Wolf.
0: So. Howling at the moon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, and even in today's artwork, now a lot of it deals with the metaphysical sciences and and uh, that you do that. I, yeah. And because feng shui pulls a lot from that too, Taoism, uh-huh. um, Buddhism, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah.
0: So, do you still feel a connection to Native American culture?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I, if anything, the the other reasons I'd like to go back to Colombia, besides like the culture, is really to understand. Uh, the heritage of people within the mountain regions Mm. because i really believe that's that's where i originate
0: from (laughs) yeah
1: so but i would like to talk to the indigenous tribes because i know they're still there like in the andes so i'm like oh let's talk i want to know teach me (laughs) yeah i'm just curious teach me your ways teach me your ways (laughs) yes um so it's not so much a journey on all i want to Find my my birth mom or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, um, but that's just for my take.
0: Yeah. yeah. So this is your first time going back.
1: It will be my first time fully aware <laughs> going back. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> but, and
0: you, you don't you you don't plan on doing any birth search or anything like that. Um,
1: I don't think so. Maybe not now. It's it's really not high on the list. My uh-huh. first discovery is just understanding what this Columbia. land is yeah like let's get used to Columbia let's yeah, be introduced yeah. to s- steps it's a good
0: way of doing it <laughs> yeah because yeah, you don't want it all at once
1: yeah I mean I know some people do that and that's cool so you just gotta know I mm-hmm. guess your level because um, I want to be more just in the moment present you know exploring and treat it as an adventure. I'm sure there's a lot
0: to explore there. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's
1: I I think they said February, December. Those are supposed to be like prime times to go. Oh really? Yeah. At I least guess it's like nice and search. like it's not as hot as the summer. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes they have um, they have a lake or a ocean area. I forget what it's called, but where there's like multicolor gravel and things are transforming, it's quite beautiful, so I have to research more. Yeah, I that sounds cool. It. Yeah, it's a lot of hiking. <laughs> so. You
0: do a lot of hiking?
1: Oh, yeah. That's why I went to Nepal. I did um, a trek to the base camp of Mount Everest. That was, like, super hard. Couldn't breathe. Always sick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you get, like, uh, not the bends, is it? Is it, What is it? When you altitude sickness or anything oh
1: yeah you could we, we actually had one of the gentlemen with us he he got altitude sickness oh really Yeah, it was pretty bad and he they had to back him back to uh, Mendu, mm-hmm. and for his story it's pretty funny he ended up going back there and um, he went on a date with one of the nurses <laughs> so I was like, it's pretty, pretty good shit it's a pretty awesome story <laughs> so, yeah so he did that. And then oh yeah, we then we went to Alaska, and that's where uh, Aldo my fiance where he was like, "Hey, let's get married." I was like okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. On a hiking yeah. trip? Yeah, we in were in Alaska. It was actually we were, we took a airplane and flew onto the mountain uh, glacier of um, of Denali, and then we were looking around like, "Wow, this is beautiful." And I guess he was just like, "Yes, that's the moment." And there, he went. Oh, that's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. So that's a pretty good nice. proposal. Yeah, it was. He shocked me. I, I really had no idea. And so, <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, it's funny because we, we had someone take a video, uh-huh. and when you look at me, I like literally freeze. <laughs> I'm like, really? <"Branilla>? Wow. <laughs> you right. can't
0: say no, he's going to leave you on top of the mountain. He's like,
1: Bye. <laughs> 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 So, lots of tears shed. I'm yeah. Joking. All that's good awesome. stuff. Yeah. So...
0: Well, did you come with you to Nepal, or was that like a self-trip?
1: That was a self-healing trip. A
0: self-healing trip? <laughs> yes. What drove you out there?
1: Um, just, we'll say, life challenges. I was really coming to terms with the loss of my mother. She passed in 2010. Oh, I'm sorry. So, uh, she's here in spirit, doing her yeah, thing. Yeah. But, uh, so, it, everything just kind of hit at once, Um in 2013, really, also ended a relationship that wasn't healthy, you know, typical story. And so I was like, enough. I was like, let's just, you know, work on me, focus on what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And also, I had to deal with the loss of my grandma. <laughs> it was just like...
0: It's all at once. <laughs> Everything's
1: like... Blah, blah. And so I said, you know what? I'm just going to reboot, and I'm just going to go halfway around the world, and that's how I'm going to reboot. <laughs> so, so I did that. It was interesting, because then when I came back from Nepal in May of 2014, mm-hmm. that's when uh, maybe a couple weeks later... Uh, that's when Aldo and I met. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was just like. Whoops.
0: So you hit the reboot, and then oh, you met so your. Oh, like it's hardcore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay, there it is. So maybe you needed it. Yeah, I I knew I needed it because in the native culture, what they'll say, is that Mother Earth, which would be represented through mountains, when you go to the mountains, you create an exchange or you make an exchange. Mm-hmm. So my intention was to just release anything that was not adding value anymore and, you know, have an exchange of stuff that will, and it was very clear and defined, you know, with those intentions, and she delivered, <laughs> so, but, well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: How long did you stay in Nepal for?
1: It was about a month. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, it, was, it was nice. It was a decent trip. Yeah, everything was shut down. No computer, no phone, no nothing. Wow. I liked it. <laughs> it was good. Turned turned off from everything. Did you
0: come back from Nepal and your next door neighbor berates you for not paying taxes? <laughs> I
1: like, yeah, I know. I was like, what the heck? Brute awakening. I know. I was like, that's why it was such a shock. I came from the a, a, these people who are so kind and giving and, and you know, people classify them as third world because they're, you know, the situation, which it is pretty rough over there, yet yeah. they're so kind.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: coming from that and then coming Back.
0: back. here. Yeah,
1: I was like, ugh. It's like a slap in the face. <laughs> so I had to, like, readjust myself. I had culture... I, I swear I didn't have culture shock when I went there, but I had more culture shock when I came back.
0: That happens. That happens <laughs> it's a lot. interesting.
1: And I heard people say that. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You come
0: back to an American, you're just like, oh, this is what people mean by, like, excess.
1: Yeah. Like, have you traveled <laughs> uh, abroad? Or yeah. I,
0: I've gone all over... Mostly Asia. All over Asia. I wouldn't mm. mind going more to Europe and South America. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, I have been to, like, a day trip to Puerto Rico. <laughs> like oh,
1: day a day cru- trip? Well, it was, like, oh, a
0: cruise, and then, oh like, dock, and okay. you can hang-, hang out in, like, San Juan for the day. Okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah, same thing with, like, Mexico. I haven't been to too much of Mexico. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wouldn't mind going, like, all over. Maybe not Mexico right now. <laughs>
1: oh, well, yeah. I mean, even, it's unfortunate, because they keep saying stuff about South America. They'll say, oh, it's not safe, it's not this, and... To, you know, I'm sure it like, depends
0: on where you go I mean, yeah. people say the same thing about New York
1: I know they're like oh people will mug you they'll do it. I was like yeah, it can yeah. happen anywhere <laughs> that's true <laughs> you know? know so you just gotta go for it and enjoy I
0: know so, I, li- I used to live in North Carolina uh, oh, nice. I lived there for like five years before moving back up here and there was a guy down there who was like Oh, I'll never go to New York. You're gonna get mugged or whatever. That's yeah. why whenever I go up there, I carry two wallets. That way, if somebody mugs me, I give them one wallet and I keep mine. You
1: better make sure you know which one you're giving. I was them. like,
0: how often has that happened to you?
1: Yeah, and how? I mean, how quick do you have to be to be like, oh, which wallet is really yeah. mine? And then,
0: nah. I was like, no, dude, you are not Jason Bourne. <laughs> you're probably hanging out in the wrong parts of New York
1: if you're thinking about you're getting going. mugged. I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's a that's unfortunate, but this, you know, I mean, it's New York, whatever. Yeah. What, who
0: cares? <laughs> I know. I've heard the same thing about uh, people who have been to, like, Israel and stuff like that. And yeah. then if there's, like, some kind of bombing or something, there, everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, are you okay? It's like, <laughs> I'm fine. I was at the beach. <laughs> it's, it's all good, everybody. <laughs> I know. I lived in Korea for two years, and it was, like, oh, right. the same thing there. Like, the first month, it was, like, they tested, like, a nuke, and it was, like, oh, wow. all crazy. And okay. I kept thinking, like... Oh my god! I can get like nuked at any moment. And then you just realize like, oh, this is like all the time. Like nobody cares. It's yeah, Koreans <laughs> are just like whatever. <laughs> so you just like adopt that lifestyle. There You're you just, go. Like, Oh yeah, like whatever
1: yeah yeah i think that's just what it is I, I don't know if it's a good thing you get used to it yeah no so, I, yeah but, you get
0: used to it yeah. <laughs> but it's also not as dangerous as like everybody makes it out to be all the time you yeah
1: know? i mean even like when we went when we traveled to nepal they gave us you know travel tips don't wear you know crazy jewelry obviously but that's the same here yeah you know? yeah it's just like i think it's just common sense mm-hmm. and uh if anything, we, we we had like these little couches that we would keep under our like clothing, fanny packs, yeah, little things. So and, and With they your were passport, good, exactly. And all that Just stuff. keep yeah. it on you sure. like, the whole time, and then, you know that's it. So, yep. Unless someone steals you, together. You're screwed.
0: <laughs> if you get disappeared, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's a
0: problem. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know how much the fanny pack's going to do for you in that situation. <laughs> Not
1: much. <laughs> so unless you escape, yeah. yes. <laughs> mm hmm.
0: Well, you know, keep those tips in mind in Colombia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look
1: yes. around.
0: Yeah, we, uh, my wife and I went to Spain, oh, God, was it last year? I guess it was last year. Okay. And she has a cousin over there, and it was just like, you know, I would leave my cell phone, like, right here on the table, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, you want to put, her cousin would be like, you want to put that in your pocket. I was like, oh, really? You know, she's like, oh, yeah, I've seen people, like, get their cell phones wow, and stolen right slick. from the table. And I'm like... It's right in front of me. She's like, oh, yeah. They'll grab it and run away. And I'm just like, that's weird. Like, wow. I, I would never even think of that. Yeah,
1: that's pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. But I
0: was like, I guess that's, I don't know. To me, it's not common sense. But, like, I'm sure over there it's just like, oh, yeah, you don't put your wallet on the
1: table. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, one thing they did say was that when we went to, um, I think they called the monkey village. In, Where? In, in the Kathmandu area. Oh, yeah? or, or so, Nepal. And they, what they did warn us, they said, it's not the people, it's, it's the, the monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> they'll just literally... And we saw that. If you go to Ubud bags, in Bali, oh it's God. the
0: same thing. They have a monkey forest. Yeah, and you got to watch your jewelry yeah. and your wallet.
1: I was like, man, they're bad.
0: Yeah, because they'll nick your stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah, they, we saw a couple monkeys like gang up on one person. They ran, and they stole the lady's bag that had food. Oh, yeah. 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 Do you have
0: like, all the the banana salesman and everything right outside
1: yeah they had a they had a whole bunch they had like meat uh everything you can think of yeah the meat i wouldn't i don't know (laughs) Uh, again common sense Uh it's like out in the hot sun (laughs) just Just like laying out there so yeah didn't yeah we'll just leave it at that (laughs) so
0: was it so you went was it before or after that earthquake
1: Oh, we were we were there a little. Just I think it happened when we were actually flying to Camp Mutundu. Oh, really? Yeah. So we were in the air, and that's when the earthquake took place. And then when we landed, they still had a few aftershocks. And everything yeah, yeah, that. yeah. So it was a weird time. Yeah, when that we is. Visited. A, that's
0: crazy. Yeah,
1: because we we met. Um, you know, we did the trek. We went to base camp, and then. As we were coming down, we met people, everyone got turned around because the government obviously shut the mountain down. They Uh had to get, unfortunately, the bodies and everything and and show respect to the families and the Sherpas. Right. And so we met a group of people in, um, I think it's called Namche Bazaar. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. And basically how they describe it, how Americans describe it, it's the Vegas of, of... the Himalayas. Catman Yeah. I didn't know they had a face. Apparently, this is it. <laughs> so, and they were right. <laughs> so, it kind of wow. is. So, we, we, you know, the night before we start heading back, all the way back down, um, the we met a whole bunch of uh, trekkers who were supposed to go all the way to the top of Mount Everest. They got turned around. Yeah, and, I
0: thought they shut that down. Yeah,
1: they shut it down, and they were, like, super... You know, upset. They're like, it, sure, yeah, they paid a lot know, of money. It's like a once in a lifetime yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. So they were all getting pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, who cares, you know? And then what ended up happening is the the bar uh, owner. She actually is from Queens, New York.
0: <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> Talk about like. A she's,
1: small out world. Yeah, of, uh, she's out there in the Vegas of. she's out there in uh, the the Himalayans. And she uh, she basically starts to draw the shades down to the bar as it becomes darker, uh-huh. and she's like, "Whatever happens in this bar stays in this bar." I was like, "What's gonna what, happen? What's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. Is it
0: a Fight Club?" So, like, yeah,
1: seriously, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And so basically, uh, what ended up happening <laughs> was these people, you know, they're drinking, everyone's having a good time, they turn up the music, uh-huh. and then some of the ladies um, they start. Off, yeah, like taking their shirts off yeah, but they kept which PG, ladies the, the, the trekker ladies get not all the, the ladies was <laughs> <ladies. laughs> like that so so the trekker ladies who wanted to go to Mount Everest are like ah oh, this sucks you know they're just like woo whatever so everyone's dancing and they get on the um they had a pool table so everyone's dancing on the pool table I was like what is going on you know this is awesome <laughs> so and then the guys are dancing. So it was just so hilarious because the dancing was not... It really wasn't provocative, but people uh-huh. were in the mountains for so long, they were just like, yeah, woo <laughs> Yeah. Were those
0: dollar bills just yeah. there? Throwing, <laughs> dollar they were throwing They were throwing money? Yeah, <laughs> just like for
1: fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, so that was actually pretty fun. And then it was... I I found it to be kind of silly. Um, sure, yeah. Uh, you know, in a good way. But then I remember, some of the guys came up to me and they said, we all you know just talking and chatting. And he's like, yeah, I was looking at you before. You know, everything got kind of crazy. I wasn't sure if you were actually. Uh, a visitor or a trekker or if you were a Sherpa because the way you were tre-
0: a what? <laughs> like, what? somebody confused you with a Sherpa? Yeah,
1: and I was like was, was I actually thought I was kind of cool though because I was like wow you know I, I'm like I could be a native yeah I can blend in no problem <laughs> so, but um But yeah, it was that was a really fun night. So (laughs) it was good times. (laughs) Well,
0: I hope you have another night like that in Colombia.
1: Oh, oh, Colombians! I heard they're in. in I say this in a very good way. They love to have lots of fun and party. Yes. Well, I
0: I have this theory about uh, places around the globe, around the equator, is that the cultures surrounding the equator are very passionate about everything.
1: Everything. (laughs) Uh, like I, I remember I was speaking to a lady uh, who is who's, uh native to Colombia and she this is what she told me so just uh-huh. relaying <laughs> it she's like yeah we we celebrate everything we celebrate birthdays we celebrate death we celebrate. <laughs> Yeah. And in every little thing and I was like wow that's amazing sure <laughs> so, okay that's well,
0: great like I would love to go to Mexico for Dia de los Muertos like yeah. it just seems like an awesome parade <laughs> and a party And yeah. it's like why well, be afraid of this
1: exactly just embrace it it's part of the cycle of life and yeah yeah
0: that's it so <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't I think when I was a kid I used to be very afraid of death
1: mmm and yeah. it was like, as
0: I've gotten older and experienced death more and more in my life, it's just like, you just realize, like, there was no escaping it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just, you know, when it happens... You gotta I mean, embrace it. Yeah, just embrace it. I've always said, when it's my time to check out, I want people to have a party.
0: That's <laughs> what I'm like, if like, I ever... You know, I, I, should, I, I should probably get life insurance. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just use that money to go have a party. Yeah, like, go, on,
1: go on a trek and spread my ashes. <laughs> it's
0: like, if you guys really want to, you can weekend at Bernie's Me. <laughs> have a big party. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's right. Well, I think that's how uh, the Irish culture does it. They, uh, I don't they know, s- maybe. I mean, from what I've heard, but you know. Yeah.
0: Think. Have a party.
1: Yeah, have a party. That should be the new theme. The funerals, funeral homes, <coughs> you know, just say have a party. <laughs> I
0: was like, because uh, I'd rather if there was going to be like a funeral for me, mm. it be like a celebration of my life and who I was. Yeah. Than be like, oh, he's gone. And be like, oh, uh, yeah, well, it's going to happen sometime. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is he gone or is he really gone? Yeah. So still around the parallel world. I think I'd
0: be a great ghost.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, what I've what I've heard is they'll say how you are in real life. Uh-huh. When you transition, that's still your personality. <laughs> so you better have a good personality.
0: Well, it sounds like it's going to be a party. It's
1: going to be awesome. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yes. And is uh, Aldo Aldo going to be going with you to Colombia?
1: Uh, or is this another solo trip? I don't know. Honestly, I, I've been debating in my head. I feel like for at least a portion of the trip, I think it needs to be solo. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like...
0: How long do you plan on going for?
1: Um, at least two weeks, at least. Okay. Uh, so I figure for maybe the beginning... I'll do my own thing and maybe for the second portion have that because I do know I actually went to North Carolina for a week in March Oh yeah? Uh, of Where'd this you go? Year. I went to uh, Riley, Apex um, all those places mm-hmm. I was actually providing uh, workshops based on feng shui for oh, the cool. whole week which was really fun and when you travel solo, it's just different. It yeah, is. It really yeah. is. So that's why I'm like, I have to allow myself that opportunity. So that's why I think Colombia either it's going to be 100% solo or maybe it will be split. Uh-huh. or what we could do <laughs> is i go to colombia because he's wanted to go back to his hometown of bolivia oh. and we can meet up <laughs> yeah yeah so and then have an adventure that way so he's so, bolivian yeah cool. he's bolivian he's like a he's a mixture he's a bit of uh, french mm-hmm. uh, italian <laughs> bolivian and i think there might be something else in there I'm yeah. American. It's American. <laughs> it's, American. A, it's a melting pot. American. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he grew up on uh, on the West Coast and, oh, yeah? and San Fran. So, wow. See, so yeah. not
0: only do people think you're from California, you're like drawn to it.
1: Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so, I don't know. I tried dating, you know, on the East Coast. It just wasn't working. <laughs> it wasn't jive. Nah, yeah. It, it, it just wasn't working. <laughs>
0: What about it wasn't working just like too high strong or high energy? Yeah, I
1: mean if I if I like really compared okay the mindset and mm-hmm. um, and that's not everybody obviously. It's just um, Yeah, it's just the the energy level if we use those terms. Like his energy is just chill, you know? Yeah, that's, like if there is well, Yeah, if there's a situation, let's see how we can work through that uh-huh. or whatever. Whatever it may be on the East Coast, the gentleman who I who I've dated, um, yeah it's just like, kind of high strung <laughs> like, I don't know you know not that clear communication and that's not to say that's like all well, East Coast, that could be anybody, that could be me at times Well I have heard that about men in general Yeah, <laughs> so there it is though. So, and that can be on the flip side of women so, you know, it just happened whether East Coast or West Coast it just happened that both of us are at the same level of of um, uh-huh. understanding and what we view and see as a healthy relationship, and that's really what works. do not matter if it's east or west. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, but yeah. Cool. So.
0: Well, plus he proposed mm-hmm. to you on a on a mountaintop or glacier. I know, in Alaska.
1: like how mountaineerist of so him. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. That's pretty so, sweet.
0: That's a good proposal. It
1: is, yeah. And it actually, with the with that, he was actually supposed to propose. He told me two days prior. He
0: was supposed to. He, yeah, he
1: told me this, like, because originally, how the story goes is we were supposed to fly to the Denali Glacier two days prior, uh-huh. but due to weather, it wasn't safe. Oh, okay. So they pushed us back, and before that happened he actually called my dad and he you know he asked got permission for my, yeah got permission which was you don't hear about wow, that yeah, anymore that doesn't happen. so I really love that and my my dad's response to him is um uh, sure you seem like a nice guy I <laughs> was just go ahead I was like yeah nice so so but he told my dad you know I'm gonna ask her on this date, and then it never happened. Uh And so my dad tells me after everyone heard, okay, she said, yes, yay. Uh, He's like, I thought you said no, because I didn't hear from anybody. (laughs) And I was like, no, I didn't even know what was going on until it actually happened. So so he he felt so bad for Aldo. He's like, oh, my God, she said no. (laughs) It's like, no, that didn't happen. (laughs) So... But,
0: Yeah. <laughs> like send him the video. I was like, no, it it happened. Yeah, it
1: happened. Yeah. Once we we did it. Yeah. <laughs> once we got back, I sent him the video and everything, and he's like, Because oh, yeah. he was asking to me what seemed like strange questions. Because my dad is very, uh, very straightforward, you know. Uh huh. And he'll be like, how's your day? What did you do? Da da da. And then he was asking me, "How do you feel?" I'm like, "How do you feel?" I was like, "You never." That's asked not a
0: question that. I get.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't click. So he's like, "How are you today? How do you feel?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? I feel fine." <laughs>
0: so. That is a weird question out of the blue.
1: Yeah, like he. But that's how he presented it. Just he's like, "So what are you guys doing today? How do you feel?" <laughs> like, okay.
0: So you guys, fine.
1: Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> Why are you okay? <laughs>
0: like, how, how do you feel? How do you feel?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> A little delayed. And I and I remember when uh when uh Aldo and I were going through like how we felt during the moment of the proposal. <laughs> He thought it took me forever to say yes, and it always you, feels like that. Yeah, maybe I don't sure, know. Yeah. But is that how you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. are just waiting. You're just
1: waiting, right? And he says it, and when you look at the video, I say yes immediately, and it's and a long, he, it's a long he's time. He's like,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: heart pounding, and uh, and it was funny because. He he had it all planned on his mind. Like when he would open the box, the ring would be perfectly placed, and the ring was all over the, <laughs> scattered everywhere. And then he's like, I don't want to drop it. So Damn he, plain yeah. right Yeah. He quickly slaps it closed and then hands it to me. <laughs> like, Here, take this. Here, take it. Thank you. <laughs> so,
0: you said yes, right? Yeah, okay. okay. okay.
1: <laughs> Just <to> make sure. It <laughs> so, was mm. awesome. But yeah, that must be it. That must be an interesting uh, or scary sensation for you guys. Yeah, it's you know, a little anxiety-inducing, sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Man. I was like, yeah. I put my uh, the ring. It was New Year's. Oh wow. Nice. <coughs> in the bottom of the champagne glass. Oh, don't We were it. at a we were at a friend's place, <laughs> and she took like a sip, and my buddy was like, and maybe you should drink more. Drink, <laughs> drink all of it. <laughs> she was like, why? <laughs> like whatever. Whatever. It was like still full, and I'm like, just drink it, just drink the glass.
1: <laughs> just don't choke.
0: <laughs> but carefully, yes. yes. Drink it, drink it slowly, but all of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then she said she thought that the, the, there was like I uncorked it wrong or something. She thought it was dirty glass, and oh. there was like something in the <gasps> box. Like, eh, what it is out. this? <laughs> It's like, don't don't do throw that out. Don't put it down the drain.
1: Yeah, don't do that, please. <laughs> that's hilarious. Bad.
0: So your mother was in the feng shui yes, consulting yeah. business, mm-hmm. and that's how you got in. You were introduced through your mom. Yeah,
1: I was introduced through my mom. So it was she introduced me when I was age sixteen, uh-huh. and she was studying um, in 1996. So how did
0: she get into it?
1: She got into well, how she got into it is we all took a family trip. My brother Adam. Um, <laughs> Stepdad Michael, myself, and my mom Carol. Mm-hmm. We went to Sedona, Arizona, and took what they call a pink jeep tour through the Red Rocks. Okay. And the guide, her name was Deborah, and she is a Cherokee um, guide, if you will. And she pulled my mom aside, and we were all learning about energy and all that stuff. And she, when she pulled my mom aside, she's like, uh, "Carol, you're gonna hear this. These two words, they're feng shui." And at the time, that wasn't even known, really. And so my mom was listening, and she's like, When you hear this and you go back to New York, you're going to want to uh, investigate this and not ignore it because this is going to be your new path. So she was, this lady was like, What was she doing
0: before that? Uh,
1: she was working around, we'll say, the path. She was working in holistic uh, healthcare systems uh-huh. as like a receptionist. Uh-huh. And so she was just bouncing around from <laughs> job to job. And then finally, uh, the lady gave her a heads up. So she goes back, and I think in less than a few weeks, she heard the terms coming up. And so she signed up for the class. And that was at the Metropolitan Institute of Interior Design. At the time, it was in Plainview. Now it's re-established in uh, Syosset. And so she took the classes for a full year. Mm-hmm. And during that time, whatever she learned, she was passing on to me. And then when she graduated in 1997... I started to apprentice with her, meaning she would bring me on consultations, she would teach me the terms, how to provide what we call space clearings, how to do the consultations. Mm-hmm. So it was really hands-on, and then once I was in high school, um, I was really involved with the business, and then even more so once I got into college in Nassau Community College and SUNY New Falls, because then I started to establish a website, mm-hmm. so that way she could teach here and i could help people you know in uh, upstate new york new paul's and those were my training grounds basically um and then once 2010 hit i really had to step up my game because she can no longer physically consult due to her illness and so i remember the first consultation i ever went on i was so nervous <laughs> yeah because you know you, you'll have self-doubt and you're like sure, yeah. in any profession you huh. know and she was like, no, 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 they're asking for your help. You know a lot. Just trust yourself. So I did the consult. We had really nice results. And, you know, so that was basically the trend from there on. I would go on a consult, uh, report back to my mom, say, this is what we did. How mm-hmm. did I do? So it was really interesting. And then once, uh, you know, that's a little bit before 2010. But once 2010 hit, then it was 100% on me. And. You know that was a crazy lesson, <laughs> and now it's it's still a hundred percent on me, and yeah. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> and so it's very fun. So
0: you know, what I mean, like business partners, it's just a solo operation.
1: And for right now, it's a solo operation. I do have a, a gentleman who helps with like marketing and stuff. So oh yeah. he could do that, you know, digitally. Sure. Uh, but when it comes to teaching, blogging, uh, doing my own little podcasts, and you know, on topics of feng shui. and... And uh, providing one-to-one consultations, whether it be for Mm -hmm. residential, um, commercial, brand-new construction, historic sites, you know, I'm all in. (laughs) So, (laughs) yes.
0: Well, tell me a little bit more about feng shui, like what's the spirit behind it, where did it come from, maybe Uh, a little bit, stuff like that. The
1: history of it starts about 5,000 years ago, Mm -hmm. and it's uses have varied over the years and these definitions have shifted from time to time. So originally it was used to find the most auspicious burial grounds, which is actually making a comeback. In California, I believe in San Francisco, they're uh, designing burial plots in the landscape to accommodate feng shui principles, which is really interesting.
0: So, what are what are some principles? So,
1: for example, when a person uh, passes on, they believe there's another life that they go to. So mm-hmm. they want to. Point them in the most auspicious direction, make sure they have the highest point, maybe on the burial plot, with a lot of natural sunlight and beautiful landscape and trees. So it's saying that they're nurturing the spirit to continue on with good fortune, to put it simple. Um, And then it became a means of locating the best time to harvest, or rather, well, harvest your plants as well, but the best locations to place your homes to be protected from the elements so there's very practical use at the same time Mm -hmm. and then once uh, feng shui was introduced to america in the 1970s it was introduced as a form of interior design because they couldn't really talk about the spiritual aspect it was kind of taboo at the time Mm. and uh so that was um introduced here and then Uh, Now, today, we're changing the discussion to a more psychological approach. It's kind of like environmental psychology. And what they're doing is they're talking about how our environment influences our well-being on an emotional, mental, spiritual, Mm -hmm. and physical level. So, and right now, I'm working on a book that is going to help research data to show how it's doing that. And that will be the first book. (laughs) Then there will be another book... um, later to come, but we're trying to get more scientific with it, and for me, I don't need to prove anything, because I I see it, and we have the testimonies, we see it, people, we know it works, yet for the Western society, we want to offer a new perspective, a new Uh bridge for East and West, and it can be a, a diplomatic way to really open up stronger conversations for unique methods of healing that... Could work just like meditation, yoga, reiki. Mm-hmm. Those guys had to, you know, cut through some paths as well. So, sure, yeah. I'm like, feng shui yeah, yeah. needs to do this too. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. time. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so, what kind of uh, big projects have you worked on?
1: Um, one of the most notable projects uh, that my mother and I worked on is back on Long Island. It's called the Vienna Hotel and Spa, and that was the first ever lead. I believe uh, silver lead certified. So that means everything is. As sustainable as possible and mm-hmm. green. And um, it's also the first certified feng shui building in all of Long Island. Oh, wow. and, Yeah, it was just really amazing. And that project was super interesting. Um, because again, you're you're working from scratch, it's never been done, so the resources to say, hey, can you help me with this, was not there, mm-hmm. so it was literally a family project, even my brother partake in it, so he, we were drawing sketches of the new building design based on the principles, working with the architects, the interior designers, so it was a huge collaborative yeah, yeah. team uh, effort basically, so but, um, and that building, since it's opened, has won numerous awards and They were even uh, recognized for being, I think um, once they legalized uh, the gay marriages and everything, they hosted one of the first in their hotel. Um, I don't know if it was in New York or at least in Long Island. And I was like, wow, that's really amazing. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) It's very good. So, very proud of them. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah.
0: And then, wait, so uh, you also have
1: adopted siblings as well? Yeah, my brother Adam, he's adopted from Columbia as well. We came from the same agency. Um, he came two years prior, and uh, yeah.
0: Oh, so he's an older brother?
1: He's older brother, yeah.
0: How's that relationship?
1: It's good. We, we had uh, some rough patches, you know, and now it's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's with any siblings, though, honestly. Sure, yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? He is an engineer for, like, uh, paving the roads and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, that job is not easy. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Especially in New York. In New, yeah, sometimes he'll come to New York, Brooklyn, Bronx. He's like all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, but now he's set. Like, he's got pension, you know, all that good stuff. So, yeah, he's set.
0: <laughs> Paying his taxes. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Nobody coming to him, giving him problems. <laughs> so.
0: Has he been back to Columbia?
1: No, um, no I, I've tried to ask him if he'd ever be interested. Uh, he's never really said. I mean, he recently went to the Dominican Republic with his fiance uh, for a wedding. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, Adam, did you get the travel bug? And he's like, no. So I don't think he really cares, yeah, yeah. You know, quite honestly. And that's cool. he's so. like
0: homebody, wants yeah. to stay around New York.
1: Yeah, he loves his dogs. <laughs> 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 he's got three, li- no, not little, but three big dogs. So I think he's, as long as he's got his dogs, his fiance, his home, his <laughs> buddies, he's good. So, yeah. you know, and his family. He's <laughs> got his routine down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So very easy. <laughs> yes.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. And so what's your website?
1: Uh, the website is www.fengshuimanhattan.com.
0: And that's Laura Serrano with the C, not an S. Yes,
1: Laura Serrano with the C. For now. For now, <laughs> it might change now.
0: Might change in the future. No. <laughs> so. And do you have like a LinkedIn and a Twitter and oh, an Instagram? Yeah. Honestly, if you Facebook? go,
1: if you go to fengshuimanhattan.com, all the social medias are right there everything's there everything's there it's all connected all so,
0: right yeah. and when can we uh, expect the book to come out
1: i'm aiming for 2017 2018 the absolute latest because okay. i gotta gather the data research uh-huh. and i want to get at least at least 50 clients to get on board or more yeah, yeah. so it's you know so people can say oh this is measurable and it counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
0: gotta so have numbers.
1: Gotta have the numbers. I'm like, if you want numbers, I'll get you the numbers. <laughs> so you
0: work, you're working with a, a research, a researcher, or anything like that.
1: Well, right now I'm the main researcher. I have, yeah. I have reached out to colleges and other individuals. Yeah, get some grad students. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I need some help here. But so far, people have been shutting the door um, mm. because it, I think it's just so new. They're like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm still trying to figure it out, but. I I know there's something here that has not been tapped into yet, so oh, yeah. let's let's talk about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Get some uh, psychology and interior design students.
1: Yeah, no, it's... Um, I actually met with a psychologist uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah? And I, I explained to her what I'm working on. And this could just be one. She seemed a bit uh, standoffish with the idea. Oh, really? Uh, be, yeah, because, you know, when you talk to... When you talk about feng shui, people still assume that it's only furniture. So they're like, what the heck is that going to do and help somebody? But once you're able to peel back the layers or show data that, okay, we, we ask people, how did you feel uh, prior to having or before having a feng shui consultation? What would you rate your emotions or what would you rate your health or, you know, I'm still working out the exact uh-huh. words before and after then you can say look this is what they've noticed you know and, and in the report that we've created this is what they've stated mm-hmm. so it can't just be made up imaginary stuff it, this is working yeah um, but she seemed like because she asked me she's like how, how often do you see your clients before they see changes I said Oh sometimes I only have to see them mm-hmm. once a year she's like I find that highly hard to believe as a psychologist that you only have to see them once a year I said well the report I give them that becomes their guide so they don't have to keep asking me mm. they learn to be self-reliant and accountable I think yeah. like, that's our biggest goal because then they become empowered and she was like no, no that's impossible I was like but it's not I've seen it so, I was like I've seen it I'm living it so, my clients give me lots of stories and i have them on my website there you
0: go yes yeah, <laughs> yeah like a testimonial page
1: oh a whole bunch of them yeah, yeah. yeah. as soon as they're like what well, stuff's changing i say good write me a testimony <laughs> <laughs> share your story with everyone
0: <laughs> awesome <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so. Can you said do you have a podcast about feng shui yeah it's called the feng shui voice mm-hmm. and it talks about various topics on feng shui it could be love it could be how to increase your wealth or just maybe people have specific questions we'll go over that so they cool can call
0: so it on like itunes and
1: I, yeah right i think you can connect it to itunes
0: all right cool so everybody mm-hmm. should be on the lookout for that and mm-hmm. the book which i would assume is going to be advertised on your website yes
1: everything about the book will be on social media <laughs> the website and it's once it really becomes formated and uh, and really hands-on then we're gonna start blasting everything out there so, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. awesome yeah. all right well thanks for Cindy
0: <laughs> do you want to get anything else off your chest while we're sitting there
1: no I, I, that's about it just having a <laughs> candid conversation yeah <laughs> just talking being real <laughs> so, that's what the show is about being yes. real <laughs>
0: All right, well, thanks for sitting down and meeting me out here in uh, Chelsea at uh, Pushcart Coffee.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: Wasn't too too noisy, no, I don't think. No,
1: it had a couple of Yes. <laughs> but no big deal.
0: <laughs> All right, well, thanks a lot.
1: All right, thank All right. you. Bye. Bye.
0: Okay, and uh, that was my that was my interview with Laura Serrano, feng shui expert, Colombian adoptee, extraordinaire, and world traveler. Yes, she has had lots of different adventures all over the place, and I like that. I like somebody who has traveled all over the place and had worldly adventures. So grads, get on it, and dads, pay for your grads to go get on that. <laughs> And explore the world. Explore the world. It could be like Disney. A whole new world. A new fantastic point of view that you wouldn't have if you just stayed in Long Island or wherever you're from. In the Midwest or wherever. That was pretty good, huh? Yeah, I made that up on the spot. Props to Disney. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. I'm having a lazy Sunday and it's just kind of been a... Me and the wife and the dog Just hanging out and watching movies And kind of just chilling it's, it's nice to have a chill weekend every now and then I haven't done that in a while And it feels like I've been going Hardcore from place to place And always in the city and doing something Every weekend, so it's nice to have a little bit of a break It's nice It's nice to relax To relax. And I'll try to travel some more in the future But for now the travel is Oh, I'm going back up to, to Boston this coming week For 4th of July With the Chudners Hello, tuners. There are many episodes behind, so by the time they hear this episode, it'll probably be the next 4th of July. But for this 4th of July, we're going up to the Berkshires in Boston to go see our good friend Liz Lilly. Dr. Liz, who's up there in, in Baston. it will be good. I haven't been up to Boston since uh, a couple of months ago. Although, I, I guess it must seem like I just went there. <sighs> Anyways, listen, you guys... Enjoy your week. Enjoy the start of summer. Enjoy traveling the world if you're traveling the world. And if you're staying at home, enjoy relaxing at home. I hope you guys find a nice, cool swimming pool to swim in and be by with alcohol. Or whatever your drink of choice is. Maybe a nice, cool glass of lemonade. And you can hang out and just uh, enjoy the sun. Get tan, Enjoy the summer, okay? I will. I will be enjoying the summer very soon. Hopefully there will be a nice fireworks show up there. I like fireworks and uh, enjoy celebrating the independence of the US. The, the original Brexit when the US exited from Britain and said, We're out, son. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. You always know what I mean because you are the void. Uh, yeah, well, what was I going to say? I was also, <laughs> sometimes I forget to say stuff like this. Uh, music today is provided by the Bell at Needle Drop Records, as well as a collective effort. They're on SoundCloud. You can check them out. You can also email me if you would like to interview for the show or know somebody who would like to interview for the show, or if you'd like to just leave a nice message and say, you're awesome. We really like you. Then you can always email me at therambleradhd@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you really, really like me, you can always leave a review on iTunes. Click five stars. Say that you like me a lot. And uh, leave a nice review. Leave a nice review. Uh, you know, you can always check me out on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I tweet a lot at the Rambler ADHD on Twitter and, uh, oh, facebook.com slash the Rambler ADHD. Follow my page there. Like my page. Don't forget to tune in next week when I have my conversation with Liz Guadara, Elizabeth Guadara, who's an air force officer who just got done train with the Marine Corps. And now she's like a total badass Marine Corps air force fighter. Korean adoptee, world traveler All around awesome person That you're, you're gonna have to Tune in next week to hear more about her Alright, cause she has a great story And she has lots of great stories as well That's what we do here on the Rambler We tell great stories And I allow for people to tell good stories Because everybody's got great stories So enjoy that next week I'll talk to you guys next week Enjoy the summer, enjoy 4th of July And happy Independence Day America! <laughs> I guess I could end it on that. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Talk to you later. Bye.